0: Hey guys, this is Robin O'Neill. You're listening to Me Reading Stuff, the podcast where I sit in my art studio and read to you things I love. This is not a critical literary podcast. We got plenty of those, right? This is more about celebrating, reading, normalizing poetry, and just making everyone feel good. That's what else this is about. I always have questions for you. I always have answers for you. Um, Let's see. How are you doing? Was your mother a gorgeous supermodel? Did your father woo your mother by writing her songs and poetry? Do you love your siblings like they're your best friends? Or no, not really. Uh, That can go either way, obviously. Do Do you hate listen to me? Isn't that like how people hate watch things? I wonder if I have any hate listeners. Do you love me? Do you worry about me? Does your neck smell like a campfire? (laughs) I hope so. Have you ever been slightly attracted to a Sims character? I have. Deal with it. All right, guys, let's start because I have something I want to read that's a little bit longer than what we're used to me reading on here. Uh, I'm kind of torn because I get a lot of different responses but mainly people a lot of people even the even you readers out there tell me that you tune out when I read and I get it like not everyone wants to listen to other people read uh so it's not you know right away I'm going to tell you if you're a newcomer this podcast this isn't for everyone uh and especially this one in particular why? Because I am reading something that's going to take pretty much the entire 10 minutes, and what I'll be reading, though, is remarkable, and you're going to love it. It's Mark Strand, who I've said is my favorite poet. This is uh, from this is a short story collection, and it just came out at the end of last year from Echo Press. It's called Mark Strand, Mr. and Mrs. Baby and Other Stories. I will put a link in the description of the podcast so you can see more about this book. My friend Erica and I have always had a two person book club. We've never let anyone else in. It's just for us. And uh, she, I think, learned about Mark Strand from the podcast, or I kept, yeah, I think I just kept talking to her about him. And so she got this book and uh, showed it to me. And I was like, oh God, I got it. And I never read it. So now we're doing this book club. And we agreed this is our favorite so far. Um, and it is, <laughs> I can't wait to read it to you. This is called. The President's Resignation. Early this evening, the president announced his resignation. Though his rise to power was meteoric, he was not a popular leader. He made no promises before taking office, but speculated endlessly about the kind of weather we would have during his term, sometimes even making a modest prediction. And when, as it happened from time to time, his prediction was not borne out, he would quickly conceal his disappointment. His critics accused him of spending too much energy on such exercises and were especially severe about his wasting public funds on a national museum of weather, in whose, in whose rooms one could experience the climate of any day, anywhere in the history of man. His war on fluorocarbons, known as the gas crusade, is still talked about with astonishment. Among those attending the president's farewell address were the first minister of potential clearness and husband, the warden of inner and outer darkness and husband, the deputy chief of lesser degrees and wife, the first examiner of ambiguous customs and two secretaries, the the chief of transcendent decorum and friend, the assistant magistrate of exemplary conditions and two friends, the undersecretary for devices appropriate to conditions unspecific and mother, The Lord Chancellor of Abnormal Silences and Father. The Deputy Examiner of Fallibility and Remorse and Daughters. The Chief Poet Laureate and Keeper of Glosses for Unwritten Texts and Follower. The President's Farewell Address. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and colleagues, thank you for coming this evening. I know how difficult for you the past few days have been and how sad you must be tonight. But I came to the presidency from the bottom of my heart and leave it with the best will in the world. And I believe I have weathered my term without betraying the trust of the people. From the beginning, I have preached melancholy and invention, nostalgia and prophecy. The languors of art have been my haven. More than anything, I wished to be the first truly modern president and to make my term the free extension of impulse and the preservation of chance applause who can forget my proposals petitions uttered on behalf of those who labored in the great cause of weather measuring wind predicting rain giving themselves to whole generations of days whose attention was ever riveted to the impossible wheel that turns the stars and to the stars themselves how like poetry said my enemies they were right "'for it was my wish to make nothing happen. "'Thank heaven it has been so, "'for my words would easily have been wasted "'along with the works they might have engendered. "'I have always spoken for what does not change, "'for what resists action, "'for the stillness at the center of man.'" Applause. Thus, we have been privileged to celebrate 51 national holidays, the 51 days I hesitated before taking office, the glorious 51 that now belong to the annals of meditation. How lovely is the mind when overcast or clouded with indecision, when it goes nowhere, when it is conscious, radiantly conscious of its own secret motions. Applause. And the hours spent reading Chekhov aloud to you, my beloved cabinet the delirium of our own unimportance that followed, how we sighed and moaned for the frailty of our lives, not to be remembered in 200 years or even in two, and the silence that was ours, each of us overtaken with a feeling of moments prolonged, magically chronicled in the stillness of windows, beyond which the minute changes of the world went on. Applause. Friends, how can I tell you what the weather has meant? The blue sky, its variations and repetitions, is what I look back on. The blues of my first day in office. The blues of my fifth day. The porcelain blues. The monotonous blues. The stately blues. The ideal blues and the slightly less than ideal blues. The yellow blues on certain winter days. Always the great cupola of light. A vague yet luminous crown. Spread with tireless regularity turning the prose of my life into exultation and desire. And then it would dim into twilight, and the green edge of the world would darken. Finally, the weather of night would arrive, under which I drifted as if my bed were a ship, the monstrous openness of night, in which birds became lost, in which sounds travel with a melancholy beyond tears, in which my dreams of a golden age seem, for a moment, diminished and hopelessly exiled. I have sailed and sailed my whole life. Applause. I remember each morning when I was young, setting out to cross the plains of boredom, over which small islands of shadow drifted according to the caprice of clouds. Little did I know that those days had historical importance. Airy monuments, blurred remembrances were being built, suggested, removed almost in the inslant of their occurrence. Each morning, crossing those plains, armed only with desire for sympathy and adulation, I was even then forming the role I would play as president. The emptiness of those days was relentless and unfathomable as the breathing of parents. When would the world awake and acknowledge its light? That airy gold in which strange domes of gray paraded soundlessly, far off. Applause. I have never ceased looking up at the sky, and I never shall. The deep azures and ultramarines of disappointment and joy come only from it. The blessings of weather shall always exceed the office of our calling and turn our words, without warning, into the petals of a huge and inexhaustible rose. Thank you, and goodbye. Mm. Mmm. Slamming my desk. You know that's good. That That is an incredible short story. Uh, There's no doubt about it. And you know I'm a weather watcher. I was just looking, um, taking down a note about the weather today. So listen up. Come fuck with me over on Instagram or Twitter. You guys are doing a great job telling me about your lunches, telling me about your moods. My handles on Instagram and Twitter are R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I'm trying to hurry this up because I'm at 10 minutes. Those iTunes reviews aren't going to write themselves. I love you guys. Have a good one.